Ah, Legends Night. The time and year of WWE were legends of the past come and we just celebrate for those that paved the way and Hall of Famers and soon to be Hall of Famers grace us with their presence and it makes for a pretty fun show except last night there was one teeny teeny tiny problem it wasn't a good show Raw was terrible again how does 2021 start off with a Raw that was this bad I don't get it did we not learn anything, anything from 2020 in WWE? Not just not WWE. I'm, just, I'm Monday Night Raw. Just Monday Night Raw. SmackDown's been great. Roman Reigns has been great. Sasha Banks has been great. Biggie, great. Street Profits, great. Daniel Bryan, great. NXT, Finn Balor, great. Io Shirai, great. Um, uh, Tag Champs, great. I mean, Undisputed Era, Adam Cole. Rhea Ripley, I mean, just take your pick. I mean, it just doesn't make sense how Monday Night Raw, the lead show, the very first show, the flagship show, is so damn bad. Legends Night. You know we're in trouble if Legends Night. Legends Night, which is usually a quick fix, which is usually a easy, easy ratings bump. Ratings, ratings going down a little bit. Just pop in Legends Night. Have a few Legends show up. But no disrespect to Hulk Hogan. No disrespect to Ric Flair. Mickey James. Big Show. Mark Henry. Sergeant Slaughter. Tanaka. But God almighty. And no one was even in the ring. The only person that was the only legend that didn't have a backstage segment. Well, he had a backstage segment. Was Ric Flair. And the whole thing with him and Charlotte. We'll get to that later. Well, it's just confusing in itself. I just don't get... I just don't get... This is not how they... they, There's no way this could have been intended, like, how to start off the new year for WWE. It's like Vince McMahon writes the show. The show is written a week before, but then he scraps it and writes the rest of the show, writes the new show. Three minutes before a show on a napkin from McDonald's or something. I don't know. I don't. Maybe that's a, just a theory of mine. I don't know because this doesn't make sense. None of this shit made sense. None of it did. So Randy Orton comes out after that Sopranos ending, where whether he did burn Alexa or he didn't burn Alexa or whatever, and now he said he didn't, and he hates himself for that. He didn't want to talk about the fiend, so. He's it is Legends Night, so he's gonna go around and just mess up the legends. Why? Okay, you think of okay. I know it's wrestling. I get that. I understand that. But who the hell would invite someone whose nickname is the Legend Killer to Legends Night? Why? All he did was get in Legends' face. He got in Big Show's face. Big Show wouldn't do anything. He sat his ass back down. He got in Mark Henry's face. Who I hope he's. I hope Mark Henry's okay because he was on a scooter for some reason. Yeah, he looked like he messed up his leg. I hope he's all right. Got in his face, didn't do anything. Got in Rick Flair's face, Rick didn't do anything. I get it. Okay, I get it. I understand it. Whatever. But jeez, man, like for real. And then 
the beginning of the show. Why? They gave the they gave the money to contract. They gave the briefcase back to the Miz. Why? Morrison cashed it in on a TLC instead of the Miz. That's the loophole we're doing. Miz looks like a fucking joke again. And then to make matters worse, after he announced that he got the briefcase back, he had a they had a match with uh, the New Day. By the way, the Teddy Long segment, the Teddy Long thing was pretty funny. You're gonna go one on one with the Undertaker, and then uh, Adam Pearce came out and said, um, "No, you, we, he he's gone. He's retired. You, you just make it a tag team match." But still, and then Miz Morrison they hardly got any offense in when they fought the New Day. They got their asses whooped again. More John Morrison deserves so much better, man. John Morrison should be holding. He could, I believe he could be a world champion. He could, shit, he need, at least need to be United States Intercontinental Champion. This doesn't make sense. I know he didn't come back for this. He's gotten miles and miles better since the last, his uh, first WWE run. He's a former ECW champ. He's a former tag champ. US champ. IC champ. Tag champ. I don't get it. The Miz is going to go down as a Hall of Famer. Yes, but man, he looks like a fucking joke. They had no offense in. New Day just whipped their ass. Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston just, just whooped them just like that. I don't get it, man. Then we get to freaking um Bobby Lashley and Matt Riddle. I, I said this on the last one, on the last rant or whatever. Bobby, they're protecting Bobby Lashley for some reason. He hasn't eaten the pen or whatever since since around SummerSlam. Matt Riddle and Bobby Lashley had a pretty decent match, but then Matt Riddle won with a MVP had like was like trying to distract the referee, but it only made Matt Riddle roll him up for a pin. That's how Bobby Lashley's quiet winning streak comes to an end with a fluke roll up and a distraction. Really? Really? I mean, yeah, he did tap onto the herlock, but the referee was distracted by MVP. So now we're, there's going to be cracks or whatever in her business. Why did Matt Riddle have to get a win like that? Like that? It didn't make sense. But then uh, the, the legends, like the legends, I just don't, I don't get it. Like Angel Garza backstage and then he's trying to, Holler at Alicia Fox, who I told I I I guess they brought her back for some reason. I don't know. God bless her. Then goes to Tanaka, Mickey James, Sergeant Slaughter, and he hands a fire to Mickey James, and Sergeant Slaughter takes it. And then poor Tanaka, he's in there in all gear, all face paint, everything. It doesn't say a word. It's, Tanaka is one of the best. Uh, and Tanaka is a bona fide legend, and he just doesn't say a word. I was like, so why is he here? Why are they here? The women's tag team champion. The, the women's tag team champion. Char Flair and Asuka took on who the hell was it? Lacey Evans and um, Peyton Royce. I why did you break up the Iconics to put Peyton Royce in a tag team? I don't know. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And the sad part is, well, it's not sad, but the funny part is I had um, Billy Kay to be lost in the shuffle on SmackDown. She's flourishing on SmackDown. 
I mean, she's a comedy act, but still, we're paying attention. She's making us pay attention. And then, like, the match, like, Ric Flair, Kane comes out with Charlotte, with Charlotte and everything. But in Lacey Evans, I don't know what she was doing, trying to flirt with Rick or whatever. And then Ric Flair trips Charlotte. And then they get a roll, uh, Lacey Evans gets a roll up on Charlotte and they lose the match. And then Charlotte yells in Rick's face, tells him to go in the back. And I was like, I don't know if Charlotte's supposed to be a good guy, a bad guy or whatever. Okay, so keep in mind now, Matt Riddle won with a roll-up against Bobby Lashley. The women's tag team champions lose in a non-title match with a roll-up. The next match with the men's tag team champions, the Hurt Business, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, they lost to the um, uh, Lucha House Party with the roll-up! What are the points of having finishing moves if you don't use them to finish the match? Just, oh my gosh, man. Like, like so many distractions, so many roll-ups. Like, if you're looking for a clean finish, if you're looking for a clean finish on Monday Night Raw, then you are the problem. I'm sorry to say it, you are the problem. But what's a clean finish? But, oh man. And then, like, and then now there's cracks in... The Hurt Business because um, MVP is pissed about the about referees not doing their job. And then Shelton Benjamin has a beef with uh, Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander is a cocky prick now because he's gotten a, ta- gotten a, champ- a taste of championship gold. That's not the Cruiserweight ta- Championship. I, I get that story. I understand that story. That's cool what they're doing with that. That's fine. But dude, don't mess up the Hurt Business already. You just got them all gold, like, not even two weeks ago. Barely two weeks ago. It just doesn't make sense. So that's three in a row, three matches in a row where there were distractions and the mo like, it's just roll-ups, not even a, not even a finishing move. Rick and Charlotte, I don't know if she's supposed to be a good guy. Charlotte Flair, if, are you a good guy? Are you a bad guy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really just with WWE is really trying to make Charlotte Flair a sympathetic character. All that did was make me feel sorry for Ric Flair, and that really made me feel sorry for Asuka, who is just an afterthought now. Who is she's a women's champion? Why can't we have a tag team program? I said this on the last rant. Why can't we have a tag team feud and a women's main championship feud? Why? Why can't we have both? And then, at least what they're trying to rebuild, Shayna Baszler trying to like make her the back to the badass as she's supposed to be and everything like that. But she also lost to Dana Brooke. If do while she was in a, she had Dana Brooke was about to tap and then just rolled in uh, Shayna Baszler into a pinning combination and won the match. I'm like, jeez, man! Like, what are we doing? What was the book? What, what is? What kind of booking is this? Why do the most talented women on the show, Oscar and Shayna Baszler, are being treated like freaking afterthoughts? I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense. And then backstage, um, Melina was back. Melina's back on Legends Night. I was like, cool. 
Then all she did was say, Lucha, Lucha. I'm like, imagine being a big Molina fan who hasn't been seen on WWE programming in over 10 years, right? And she just does that. Like, ridiculous. I hope they sign her, by the way, because she could, she apparently could still wrestle. But, wow, like, that was a big letdown in itself. And I feel like the whole show was just, just making time for these backstage segments for the legends. But Ricochet didn't have a match. Drew Gulag didn't have a match. Kiritazawa didn't have a match. And well, Retribution was nowhere to be seen throughout the whole show. All because we have to make room for legends. For, for the legends of the show. And that's that's fine and everything. But you still have folks that are going to be here next week. The wrestlers, are gonna, superstars are going to be here next week. It's just, it, it's It's dumb. It's dumb. But it's just like, why? Why? If you're going to have a Legends night, like Hogan, great. Like, big, big box off, biggest off box office draw. One of the best. Hogan, fine. Flair, fine. But no Triple H, no Stone Cold. Uh, Getting The Rock there. The Rock could have been on Zoom or something like that. Um, I mean, man, I mean, you got to be kidding me. And then we get to um, the main uh, championship match between Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee. And they put on a banger of a match. Hell of a match. Beautiful. Uh, They're finally let Keith Lee just be Keith Lee. Doing all his high flying moves and power spots and everything like that. Even a dope. Spanish five backflip off the top rope with Drew McIntyre. That was great. But uh, Drew, one with a Claymore kick, fine. That match should have been, that match was fire. That match was, it was worthy of the main event. Cool, all the legends were sitting up there. That's fine. But, and then, like, they're about to, like, Drew about to congratulate um, Keith Lee. And all of a sudden, Goldberg comes out. And he challenges Drew to a match at the Rumble. No, no, no. I guess Vince changed his mind about Goldberg and Roman, but this is even worse. We don't need this, man. No, we don't. Like, I don't want to see Goldberg and Drew McIntyre because in the back of my mind, as history has shown us, when Goldberg comes back during, like, around Royal Rumble time of the Royal Rumble or whatever for a championship match he usually ends up winning he beat Brock for the title he beat Kevin Owens for the title he beat The Fiend last year for the title no 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 you finally have a champion that is worthy of carrying the show he is worthy of carrying the, the brand I just don't know. I don't want to see Drew McIntyre lose to a couple of spears and a jackhammer. And that's if Goldberg can even lift this big ass up. Who asked for this? I need answers. Why do we keep relying on the legends around WrestleMania season? They're, the roster is stacked. The roster is loaded with talent. Almost like what Randall would say, sometimes it's you think it's a little too crowded. We don't need um, Goldberg and Drew McIntyre at the Rumble. We really don't. 
Because you, you could why couldn't we have Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre at the Rumble? That was that should that should have been a pay-per-view match. It just doesn't make sense. Because in the back of my mind, I just know that Drew is going to lose either due to a Miz cash-in, because he has a briefcase again for some stupid reason, or Sheamus is going to betray him and it's going to cost him the title. I just don't, I don't want to see it, man. I just don't. And I love Goldberg. I really do. But dude, it's, oh, it, no, it's over. It's over. I wasn't on board with Goldberg and the Ro- Goldberg and Roman Reigns rumor, and I'm not on board with this. So I, I, I don't know. I guess they're going to continue the Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns storyline for the Rumble. That's fine. And word on the street is Daniel Bryan's supposed to have a match. It's supposed to be next in line, and that's going to be the Mania match. So I guess Daniel Bryan is supposed to win the Rumble or something. I don't know, but. No, no, Drew, Drew McIntyre, no, he needs a different opponent, man, or, like, ah, like, the dude is over 50 years old, he's about to be going on 60, we don't need it, we don't need it, why, because he's gonna win, and it's gonna, and he's gonna drop it in Mania again, we don't need it, man, no, I, I just I just don't understand how that was the only clean finish on the show, by the way, it was Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee. That was the really the only clean finish of the whole show, which doesn't make sense. You have finishing moves for a reason. Drew McIntyre beat Keith with his finish. That's what you're supposed to do. But still, bro, like dang. Like none of this made sense. Like the just uh, I want it to make sense, but the more I think about it, it just doesn't. And it just pisses me off. This is supposed to be the ba- the main show, the flagship show, the show that gets you to tune into everything else. But a thing in theory, in hindsight now, I watch SmackDown and NXT, but not Raw. And I sat through three hours of this. Three hours. Oscar, the women. Oscar's a Raw Women's Champ. She's being treated like an afterthought again. They don't know if Charlotte Flair is a good guy or a bad guy. The Legends, the, the Legends appearing was very lackluster. It was boring. Um, the, like looks like they're about to break up the hurt business already. People can't win with their finish. It has to be a distraction, a disqualification, or a surprise roll-up. The United States Championship has still hasn't been defended. Bobby Lashley finally loses the match, but to a fluke as well. Randy Orton regrets not burning Alexa Bliss, but then just beats the shit out of Jeff Hardy, which, because of reasons. And Drew McIntyre wins a match that should have been the main event at the Royal Rumble, but is going to fight somebody who he said is old enough to be his fucking father. I don't get it, man. We don't need it. How is SmackDown so good and NXT is so good, but this is just so bad. That's how we're going to start off 2021 with the Monday Night Raw that relied too heavily on old on Legends, even though it was Legends Night, and just dumb finishes and a championship match 
the future championship match that no one asked for. No one asked for this. And I, 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 you can say what you want. He's going to lose. Drew McIntyre is going to lose. I, the writings on history has served us right. He's going to lose. But I don't know. I don't know. So I saw a meme that said 2020 can't get worse, right? And it had um, Goldberg holding the WWE title and Sting holding the AEW world title. And now I'm, I'm like terrified because that might actually happen. We don't need it, man. Like, no. Let, there are plenty of young guys that could challenge. Morrison could be challenging Drew, but he's lost all credibility because he looks like a fucking joke thanks to The Miz. He's beating Bobby. He's beating Randy. He's beating Keith. The only one left is Sheamus. And I know the betrayal is coming. There's a bro kick, and it's coming. And it's probably going to come during the match with Goldberg. That's how we're starting off 2021 with a with a Monday Night Raw with three hours. That was absolute trash. It was a travesty. So we start off the new year with the Cowboys being eliminated, the Mavs losing, and this. Well, the Mavs won last night because yeah, yeah, they beat Houston, which was great. Whenever Houston suffers, I I, I just it don't matter who as long as Houston loses, um, I get all giddy. But that's all I have. Uh, stay tuned later this week. We're going to review WWE. Some more WWE. NXT New Year's Evil is tomorrow. That's uh, the NXT champion Finn Balor is going to defend his title against Kyle O'Reilly in another match because their first match was great, even though Finn Balor has got his jaw broken, has three metal plates in his jaw now because of Kyle O'Reilly. That is actually legit. Um, Raquel Gonzalez and Ray, uh, Rhea Ripley will be competing in a last form of standing match. And returning, um, Karrion Cross is going to compete against Damian Priest. So lots to look forward to. We're also going to be talking about the playoff picture in the NFL and what to look forward to in 2021. But yeah, do you know WWE, you know, Raw is in trouble when Legend, when Legends Night is bad. When Legends Night. <laughs> so... That's supposed to be a quick fix. <laughs> it's supposed to be, but it wasn't. It just made me not want to watch next week. So, but anyways, this is Nick signing off. Peace.